If you're watching this video because you personally have considered suicide, please know that God wants you to live. He is a God of life, and even if you can't see it in this dark moment, he has a bright future of hope for you. And that's why we want to help. Please remember that the National Suicide Prevention Line is available 24-7. You can find it by dialing 988. If anxiety is a sin, what happens to someone who succumbs to it and dies by suicide? Hundreds of questions came in at our church's recent Q&A Sunday, but this one uh, maybe had the most emotion and importance behind it. You know, lots of us struggle with anxiety. The Bible says to not be anxious. It's not how God wants us to live. But if that's so powerful for you that you just, you don't see a way out. And in that tragic moment, you take your own life, what happens? It's a sin. Were you unrepentant of that sin? Did you not have time to say sorry to God? You took your own life, which is also sinful. Do you go to heaven or did you throw heaven away in the midst of your sin? Now, I know that this is not just a theoretical question. I know that some people who struggle with darkness and anxiety and depression and mental health see it as the only escape. I can think of a man right now. I can see his face and his family who loved the things of God. And the day he took his own life, there were books about Jesus next to his computer when the family found the remains. Uh, what happens? Let's open a Bible and speak God's truth to that emotional question. First of all, the premise, is anxiety a sin? Philippians 4 verse 6 says this, Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's a command. Don't be anxious. Just like the Bible says, what, hundreds of times, do not be afraid. When we see something concerning, when we think about, like, what if and, and what about, it makes us afraid. It makes us anxious. God says, I, I want you to trust me. I want you to believe that I'm in control of everything. I'm going to work it all out to your good. Call upon me in that day of trouble. Thank me for everything that I've given you through Jesus. Ask me for what you need. I don't want you to live in anxiety. That isn't a suggestion. That's a command from God. Don't be anxious. And so to feel anxiety and fear and indulge it instead of resisting it is like seeing an attractive person and indulging with lust instead of resisting it. We can't say yes. God does not want us to be anxious. Uh, that is a sin. And if I had about four more hours, I would, I would talk to you about how Jesus forgives that sin. I mean, I, I love people who struggle with this sin all the time. Just like I have my sins, I struggle with all the time. And some of us, some of you are going to battle anxiety for a long time. God is patient. He's merciful. He's forgiving. I need you to know that. But what if you know someone who followed Jesus was deep in a struggle with anxiety and took their own life. Uh, they committed suicide. And I, I choose the verb committed because it is a spiritual crime. They didn't just die by suicide like you die by a heart attack. They made a choice and it was wrong and it was evil and it hurts the people who survive. If you committed suicide in the midst of that dark mental health spot, what happens to you? 
Don't, let me give you my answer and then I want to prove it with the Bible. A Christian who's struggling with mental health and in that dark moment takes their life goes to heaven. They do. It is not a certain sin that condemns you. It is unbelief that condemns you. In John chapter 3, we learn that God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Right? The one who believes in Jesus is not condemned, but the one who rejects God's son is condemned. Look up John chapter 3, I think verse 36, 316, and 3.18 to prove that. Believers in Jesus are saved. Those who don't believe are not. But some people would say, well, don't you need to repent? And if I commit this sin, I don't have time to repent. I don't have time to say sorry to God. I mean, maybe if I take some pills and the death is slow, I can cry out and confess it. But what if I can't? Well, what then? Well, I think that would be a misunderstanding of what it means to repent. If your understanding is, well, I'm a Christian now, but then I worried, so I'm not a Christian. But if I say, oh, God, I'm sorry, well, now I'm a Christian again. And then I get really angry at someone as I'm driving, I'm not a Christian. But an hour later, I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry for getting angry and now I'm a Christian again. If you think that you're in and out of the Christian faith every time you sin and then need to confess, if you think you're repentant and then you're not repentant after every, that, I mean, wouldn't that be terrifying, by the way? <laughs> If you had to confess everything verbally to be a repentant follower of Jesus. Uh, no, that's not how it works. Uh, the Bible says, like, you are a child of God unless you harden your heart and push the Holy Spirit away in unrepentance. When you stop struggling and just, you're, you're done, the door's locked, I'm going to do what I want. How about an analogy? What if I'm on the phone in an argument with someone, I'm being selfish, I'm trying to win, and I'm driving my car. I shouldn't be on my phone while I drive my car, but I am. And I, I run a red light, boom! And I get broadsided and I die in the midst of my argumentation, selfishness, and sin. Do I miss out on heaven? Do I think I'm going up to Jesus and an angel says, ooh, sorry, yeah, you got angry and you didn't apologize? No. No, I was a believer in the moment of sin. I was not an unrepentant, hard-hearted unbeliever. And so that's why I would say if a person in the midst of their sin ends their own life, if they commit suicide, they're not condemned to hell. They were just a, a weak Christian who gave in in a moment of weakness. It doesn't mean it's not a terrible thing to do. I know some of you are struggling deeply with depression and you see this as an, wait, I can go to heaven too, even if I do that? No, please, that is a sin. You shall not murder. God says you will hurt so many people so deeply, so don't. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. He still loves you. He does not want you to make that choice. But if you, like a family I know, has a loved one who's made that choice, who you know loved Jesus but just struggled so deeply, take heart. God so loved the world that he gave his one and his only son, that whoever believes in him, even anxious people, whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. If you're watching this video because you personally have considered suicide, please know that God wants you to live. He is a God of life, and even if you can't see it in this dark moment, he has a bright future of hope for you. And that's why we want to help. Please remember that the National Suicide Prevention Line is available 24-7, you can find it by dialing 988.